alive with the life of Christ. Meditation is learning to be alive from the center of your being in every part of your being. Listen to these words of the first letter of John. It was there from the beginning. We have heard it. We have seen it with our own eyes. We looked upon it and felt it with our own hands. And it is of this that we tell. Our theme is the word of life. This life was made visible. We have seen it and bear our testimony. And we here declare to you the eternal life which dwelt with the Father and was made visible to us. What we have seen and heard we declare to you, so that you and we together may share in a common life, that life which we share with the Father and his Son, Jesus Christ. And we write this in order that the joy of us all may be complete. That's what meditation is about. Entering into and sharing that common life. The common life that we share with the Father and His Son in the Spirit. We gradually come to see what it means when we say that we are alive with the life of Christ. It is an experience of the total unity of body and spirit. And so the first thing each of us must learn is to sit still, our body peaceful, silent, and still. The only essential rule of posture is to sit as upright as you can. Close your eyes gently. And when you're beginning to meditate, it's useful to perhaps take a few deep breaths, just to calm you as you enter into this experience of harmony, of unity, of presence. And then, sitting still with your eyes gently closed, begin to say your word, your mantra. And the mantra I recommend you to say is the Aramaic word Maranatha. Maranatha. Recite it and listen to it. And the mantra is just like the bleep that guides an aircraft into an airport in fog. You listen to it, you attend to it, 
and you travel with it to the center. The art of meditation is simply learning to say your mantra from the beginning to the end of your meditation. And that's a very important thing to understand when you're beginning. Often you'll have the experience of peacefulness and you'll feel like resting and saying, this is it. I've gone beyond now the need to say the mantra. Resist that temptation and say your mantra from the beginning to the end. Ma Ra Na Tha and let go of your thoughts, of your imagination. You'll find that for some time they will invade your consciousness. And the thing to do is to learn to say your mantra, to recite it, to sound it gently. Don't use energy to try to dispel distraction. Use all your energy just to listen to the sound of the mantra. To learn to meditate, it's necessary to build it in as part of the daily fabric of your life. To meditate every morning and every evening is essential. The time, the minimum time is about 20 minutes. And perhaps the optimum time is a half an hour. And again, approach your meditation with a certain discipline. Choose a time, 25 minutes or half an hour, and stick to it. There's a certain temptation when you're beginning that if your meditation is going well, whatever that would mean, uh, you might prolong it. <clears throat> or if it's going badly, you might shorten it. Meditation is passing beyond our own desire. It's a discipline that sets us free to be the unique person we're called to be. To be in a state of union with God. Unity of body and spirit, union with God. The discipline of meditation leads us to that leads us to that state where we can accept totally the free gift of our own being from God's hand. And so, the importance of meditation is that we discover ourselves springing from the creative hand of God.
And that experience is a foundational experience for us. It's an experience that gives us a perspective on the whole of our life. And so meditation too is the great way of integration. Every part of our life in a state of harmonious development. Perhaps the lesson we all have to learn is that being must be prior to action. Being. Unless we can learn who we are, we will never come to authentic personhood. And again, in the growing simplicity of meditation, we discover, we experience our own unique personhood. And we make this discovery because we lose our false ego. We leave behind all the images that we have about ourselves or imagine that others have of us. And in laying down all these masks, and in learning to be content simply to be who we are, we find a profound sense of peace and of rest. We don't live vicariously. We don't live our lives with pre-programmed responses. It is, above all, about a harmonious life. A life that's beyond all divisions. It's a life where our inner life and our outer life are always in harmony, always in a state of free flow. And it's very important to understand that it is from the interior that all significant growth starts. Essential personal growth begins in the deepest center of our being and then grows outward. And the harmony that exists when this level of growth is taking place is a harmony not just between our inner and outer lives, 
which is itself a thing of no small importance. But it's a harmony with all creation. And the reason is, is, of course, in the vision of Jesus, the vision that he proclaims and that he calls upon us to realize and to proclaim. The reason is that the point where we begin this essential growth is God. St. John of the Cross puts it, God is the center of my soul.